Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to what I'm sure is a highly anticipated episode of Glee. Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. And I'm the Piano Man. See, this is exactly why I figured it was highly anticipated, Ian, because from day one, from day one here, you've been like, hello, my name is Ian Brodsky, and I hate Billy Joel. Um, yeah. And, folks, you'll never <laughs> guess what we're discussing today. It's William Joseph himself. We are here to discuss Season 5, Episode 6, called Movin' Out, Movin' Noji. M- Movin' Apostrophe, I an Apostrophe. Yes, um, this originally aired November 21st of 2013. Also, fun fact, when I got into work yesterday, someone had put Billy Joel on in, like, the back of house area, mm-hmm. and it just kind of stayed like that for hours, and I just kind of had to sit down and shut up. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the problem with Billy Joel, isn't it? That he's sort of, once you, once you pop, you just can't stop. I mean, yeah, and I'm afraid, I'm too afraid to object. Right. You don't want to be, like, the one guy who comes in and is like, actually, actually. this sucks. <laughs> Ugh. So, good news, we're here to talk about the Billy Joel tribute episode. <laughs> I guess you can call it that, yeah. I mean, that's the Billy Joel-only wh- episode. The Billy Joel-only. Like, if it were... It's not... Yeah, because it's not so much a tribute, because they really only talk about his, like, They talk about him, like, literally like, twice. Yeah. Um, it's I'll not also- like the Madonna episode where people started suddenly dressing... Like, no one started suddenly dressing like Billy Joel in the halls. And remember, people learned to sew for Lady Gaga. Yeah. No one's... Actually, no, no one's- they didn't. Sorry. That was Rachel's birth mother. So. Yes. I mean, as presumably other people knew- learned how to sew. Yeah, no right. one's, like, walking down the halls emulating one Billy Joel. And at the same time, like, it does not... Ser- theater kids tributing billy joel is not a surprise to me no no even even in the lower millennial early (laughs) gen z age like i think that that tracks yeah for real um so should we dive in yes we got this glee cap it is springtime in the longest year ever which very 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 meta glee cap today a couple meta points throughout this episode so we'll give them their points um we also got Becky doesn't want to leave, Marley and Jake are done, and I don't know if there was anything else I missed. Mm. Nope, we just said the word Becker-Terry again. Yes, which is great. Uh, we open on the hallway with the first annual McKinley High Career Fair. Uh, yep, I've never been to a career fair. My school did not uh, do that. We didn't have career fairs, but we had college days like once a month. Really? Yeah, they wanted you to go to college. They How wanted many? you to... How many colleges did they want you to go to? I think they wanted all of their students to have all of their options laid out in front of them. Okay, great. Yes. Um, High school trauma saved for another episode. (laughs) Um, Yes, and the the jobs are terrible because the students are about to enter the most competitive job market, which... Yeah. I mean, valid. 
I'm not saying Sue is right, but I am saying that her advice to some of these students to maybe go learn a trade uh, was probably valuable at yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thinking about the job market as it was, like, right as we were leaving college. Wasn't great. It wasn't great. It wasn't as bad as it was. No. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Um, and also, Shu, of course, points out, hey, there's no music or theater or dance. And it's, Well, and what he, like, the thing about this episode is they really use the phrase, the arts. Yes. Right? But they keep saying the arts, but it really seems like they just mean performing. Right. Like, no one is out here representing, like... The painters. The painters. The sculptors, right? Right. Which is also probably hard to have a career in, but, like... Right. Will's saying the arts, and he really just means theater kids. He He's truly... Like, not even talking about going to school for a music degree. He means... Right. He's talking about musical theater. Like, making it big. Um, yeah. Sue just says there's no such thing as a career in the arts. Which, listen, I, again. It's not she's true. Not, but it's, it's not true, and it's not not true. But it's not not true. We're doing a podcast about Glee for free. We'll yeah. put it that way. Um, but you know what there is a mention of? What? Emma. We don't see her. There's a mention, like, but, canonic like, proof that forget. she still exists. She's not dead. She's not dead yet. Um, and Sue brings it back to, uh, the best they can do if they want a career in arts is basically what Will's doing, which is coaching a high school glee club with a head of hair that looks like Olympia Dukakis's Merkin. Yes. Okay. Sure. So, I mean, we'll talk about it as we go, but mm -hmm. I feel like there was no solid A-plot here because yeah. it wasn't an episode about Billy Joel. It wasn't an episode. Yes, it's an, an it's an episode more or less about life after high school and yeah. furthermore after college. But it's not so much a career defining episode. No, a lot of things happen, but only a very little bit of a lot of things happen. Exactly. And it's not an episode either about people with uh handicapable or handicapable people. Yeah. Um or, like, non-neurotypical people, yeah. what they can do after high school. It's not an episode about that either. No. Um, yeah. So I think that bottom line up front, that bothered me That's so much fair. throughout this episode. Yeah. Um, but we do cut to the Glee Club. Uh, Shu admits it's impractical to have a, a career in the arts. There's zero job security. Yep. But you pursue what you love. Okay. That sounds... Yeah. Like a message to give to young teens and not so much a message that anyone in their 30s wants to hear at this point. But, you know, I get right. it. <laughs> right. Because now we're really much more of a, like, we do not dream of labor uh, kind of kind yeah. of world. Yeah, we've evolved. Where we're um, like, just give me something that pays me money so I can use my free time that I would actually like to have to pursue things I love. Exactly. Um, and that that is exactly the reason why we're doing Billy Joel this week. Yeah, he starts, he's like, we're going to talk about an artist who was like, had to work really hard for like, and was looked down upon. And mm -hmm. Kitty goes like, finally, we're doing Marilyn Manson. Very and funny. And then Will goes, close. Close. Is it? Honestly, I think, I think we should just get that going. Let's get that like. Let's get that correlation sticking. How close sticking. to Marilyn Manson is Billy Joel? What are their similarities? I can't think of any, frankly. They're both men. That, there you go. One. 
And I think they're both problematic men at that. Like, overtly, like, there's been scandals amongst them both. Which, like, not the most unique quality to have in a man, but... No, that's a pretty low bar. Yeah. Um, they might also both be Jewish, as... That was uh, actually my question. I was like... I thought you were about to ask Zach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zach, do you know if Marilyn Manson was Jewish? Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> right? No one right? knows, but he could he be. He might be. He was born in Ohio. Marilyn Manson? Yeah. Oh, appropriate. Oh, he's one of those people who has claimed that he has a Native American heritage. So. Okay. Uh, he's not um, Jewish. Which, by the way, happy Hanukkah, everybody. I know. His We're father recording was this. Now I'm learning about uh, Marilyn Manson, who was father was Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. He went to Christian school. That sure. makes sense. Look at him sure. now. Of course he went to Christian school. Right. With that. Blam, both individually and potentially together, want to pursue careers in the arts. Okay. We love yeah, Blam. No, I mean, so. we love Blam. Like, that doesn't surprise us at all. Of course, it makes perfect sense that Blaine is auditioning for Niata. Why does Blaine have to go to New York for his Niata audition? Is Carmen Thibodeau not doing a tour de America? That is this an excellent year? point, Karina. Wow, maybe budget cuts had to happen because they keep on losing so many students because they keep on booking Broadway roles in their first year. Yeah, so poor Blaine has to take a full week off of school to right. uh, go do one college audition. Right. Okay. Okay. I mean, and good for him. We'll get to it. But he does say that he's looking at other schools. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll get to that. I have. We'll get to that. Pin, pin, place. pin that. Because um, instead we have to go with the line of, oh, and, oh, um, Sam is interviewing at Hunter? Hunter. Yeah. Which I assume is a real college. It is. Hunter's a real college. It's kind of, um, and if you see uh, Broad City, there's an episode that kind of remarks on how, like, popular Hunter College is for New Yorkers. Mm. Um, all Ilana, uh, glazer's character wants to do is get into the master's degree at hunter ah um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of a new yorker bit right there okay. but yeah sam I learned is not today. yeah uh sam is not going for his master's he is up for the channing tatum former stripper scholarship however so cute good for him yeah they're missing yeah they're missing this week's lesson on billy joel so that they can go to new york and yep. they're going to kick it off with as bland as uh, Sam says a classic BJ. A low bar for a joke, but I laughed. Yeah, I mean, and on brand, in character for yeah. Sam. Yes. Sam was really Samming all over this episode. Yes. I think that was the one thing they did right, actually. Yes. Like, if they did anything right in this episode, Sam was fully on brand. Yep. So they start with the song, Moving Out. Just like the title. I like exactly. this song. It's fine. It's probably a Billy Joel song a lot of people can uh, can name. Yeah, totally. It makes perfect sense to me that a group of suburban white kids will sing this song as a theater troupe with their whole souls put into it. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I looked down to write some notes, and so, then I looked up, and they were in New York. So this is the tradition, of course, of people using songs to travel to New York. Like, yes. Rachel got to New York Roots by singing branches. Roots Before Branches. Santana got to New York by singing This Girl is on Fire. Girl is on Fire. And Blaine and Sam get to New York by singing Moving Out, Billy parenthetical Joel, yeah. Anthony's song. Wait, is it really a parenthetical? Yeah, it's called Parenthetical oh, Anthony's Song. I never knew that. It's all about Anthony. 
Um, we literally see them. They're okay. They come out of the Glee classroom. The career fair is still going on. Right. Their the shit cl- is just in a pile in the hallway. Like, they're not like their bags are packed and just there. Blaine puts on his fun little uh, blazer. Right. And then they just grab duffel bags that have, they have just left sprawled in this very crowded hallway. It's just yeah. dumb. That's dumb. And That's then dumb. we don't even, we see them like walk out of frame of the school and then the next frame they're walking out of a subway station. Right. Right. It was wild. And then, and- but it, I feel like it was the same subway station that Sarah Jessica Parker came out of when she was coming to Thanksgiving. But then I mean, many- they get on a bus so oh, like that's a good point oh my god oh my god the bus how could i forget the so bus get okay on the, the bus. bus iconic 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 no are we talking about my new favorite character sunglasses guy yes <laughs> absolutely who truly Blue hoodie looks extra like, who truly looks like he is just a guy riding a bus and did not realize this was happening like blaine i genuinely hope that man got a residual check from us watching that show today blaine's like first of all blaine's standing like uncomfortably close to him and the guy's like oh god and like his jacket keeps like kind of whacking into him and you can see him doing like the like oh okay yeah like shouldering it off please please stop and then like if they're singing diegetically he's just like i know this is new york and you got to expect these kinds of things but right here next to me like he he's clearly on his way to whatever already having a bad day or he's like hung over on this bus and right and in either way an 18 year old singing billy joel above Uh, you oh my god most relatable character Yes. Sunglass guy on public transportation annoyed by a performance happening next to him. Mm. Love him. Love him. Protect sunglass guy at all costs. So they sing on this bus to the the chagrin of basically everyone. Um, (laughs) Yes. And then they arrive at uh, the magical loft. Yes. Uh, Santana's Santana's here. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah. Our girl. And also when they open the door, like we're here, the shot is just of Kurt playing honest to God solitaire with a deck yeah. of cards yeah which is just like who i guess it's the arc of him still being boring now because there's nothing more boring than, than playing, playing solitaire you have roommates and you're playing solitaire alone on your kitchen table well rachel well rachel's rehearsing funny girl and santana's taking a shower yep. and kurt clearly doesn't have a band anymore so yeah the band's what on else? hiatus after one episode <laughs> exactly they they have had enough um and so they uh yeah that what's left to do but play solitaire oh my god and then we cut right back to mckinley uh artie approaches becky asks what you're going to do after you graduate um artie's going to film school lest we forget yeah um and he has taken the initiative of looking for schools that have great uh programs for handicapable students yeah and wants to help her I don't know how I feel about this. If there was, like, an actual friendly relationship between Artie and Becky leading Which, up to like, this point. Which, like, there kind of is. Like, they had... There's a history, but, They've like, had a history where that moment, like, where basically he does the same thing he does in this episode where he sings the song trying to make her, like, feel good about herself. Right. And, but, like, we don't see it carry on. Right. Probably and... mostly because neither of those characters are given a whole lot to do in general, so they can't have, like, those kind of moments. Exactly. And I think as a result, here's that word again, it doesn't feel earned. Exactly. So and it mostly, it's just kind and of... It, instead of particularly not even feeling earned, it feels kind of like almost icky. Like, it, yeah. Artie is like, let me, like, you're, you're kind of 
you're too dumb to know that you have these options, which is like the whole thing that she's trying to avoid is people thinking yeah. she's stupid. Like, right. And again, like it's not enough of a, not that it's not enough of a plot point, but it's not given the weight it needs yeah. to really, or the time that it needs to really be a serviceable plot point. Right. Like we have had some inkling that like, Becky doesn't want to leave, like, Becky's scared about what's happening after graduation, because that was the point of the gun episode, if we recall. Oh my god, I, um, we do now. So, like, they've sprinkled in some breadcrumbs for this, but it just feels like it's out of nowhere, and does feel kind of white nighty of, like, mm-hmm. already being like, don't worry, you can go to college even though you have Down syndrome, can you imagine? Right. Um, She's like, thanks. Right. Um... And Sue pulls him aside, tells him to stop butting into situations he knows nothing about. Honestly, fair. Mm-hmm. Just given what we've seen. Right, like, obviously, like, Sue is coming from a place of, like, overprotectiveness. Like, she's not ready. But, like, yeah. also, Artie, this is not your business. Right, right. Um, And then we cut to what I can only describe as a rose bombing. Yeah. Like a glitter bomb, but with roses. Yeah. Um, Jake apologizes for screwing up. Uh, the one thing this episode was missing, and this scene particularly, was a shot of inside of her locker. I know, we don't get to find out. What we don't is... get to find out if she loves her mom today. Well, we do find out later. Yes, that's fair. You're right, you're right. Lest <laughs> we forget. Show not tell in this episode. Um, you're, you're right. You know, honestly, half a point for Glee for that. He's very much like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm changed. And, like, Marley's whole thing is like, no, you're not. You were always this kind of guy. I shouldn't have tried to change yeah. you. Yeah. Like, you saying womanizer fine. about you. Like, your course, like, her, she's basically like, of course you were going to cheat on me. You're just the kind of dude who cheats on women. And, like, he seems insulted by this, which is fair. But also. But also, you, you fucked did up, do bro. It. And so he's like, okay, well, then fuck me, I guess. I'm just a, <laughs> I guess I'm just a I... guy who cheats on people. Right. And we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. We then cut to the Starlight Diner, Spotlight Diner. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The diner. And we finally find out that Rachel is still working there. Yeah. Santana fan- is us last episode being like, like why do you episodes. still work here? Don't you yeah. have a job? Aren't you in Funny Girl now? Yeah. And she's like, well, Fanny Bryce was a working girl, so so am I. And, it's like, and she specifically says, like, my director and I thought, like, said decided this would be a good idea. To me, that is giving, like, the Susie Pepper esophageal transplant energy. <laughs> this was the best you could come up with, Glee, to keep right. Rachel in this diner. At the diner. And Blaine is there with Kurt, who's also working. And he's like, I'm going to look at all these schools today, like NYU. And he says some other ones, probably, that I wasn't paying attention. And Kurt's just like... He said Columbia, too. Which, like, fair. He's known to be a smart boy. Look at his tie. Exactly. Um, And Kurt is just like, what do you mean you're looking at other colleges? I'm like, Kurt, did you not learn your lesson of safety schools when you applied to one college and didn't get in? Truly a cartoonish reaction. This is a very normal process of applying for college where you apply to more than one school. So... This is normal. And Kurt, like, talked him up to Carmen, which is great, but lest we forget, he didn't get in either right? at first. Also, like, Carmen's not taking in the opinion of a single, a singular second semester freshman. Like, Right. So Kurt drags Blaine up to the stage, which no. I don't think I knew they had a stage yet. Have they talked about having um, a stage? I don't think they have. 
But I okay. guess it makes sense. It does, but at the same time. Anyway, um, and Santana's like, seriously, you guys need to be stopped. And I'm like, yeah. Santana's speaking only truth this episode. She's, she's only speaking truths. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We don't get New York State of Mind at all in this episode. Well, we already did New York State of Mind. Oh, shit, you're right. It's also why we don't get Uptown Girl this episode, because we already did Uptown oh. Girl. However. Yeah, okay. Well, that answers a couple questions However, of mine. we have I also gonna... already had Piano Man. I was going to say, like, we've done reprises of things before. Yeah, but, like, because Piano Man was in the, was in back with the Neil Patrick Harris episode. Not, right. like, a full performance, but, like, they teased it. They did a little Piano Manning. Right. So, Piano Man, famous enough to redo. Um, right. Uptown Girl at New York State of Mind, no. And it does, I guess it makes sense for Blaine to do Piano Man. Also, just, ugh, this fucking song. Also, I mean, like, yeah, of course they're going to play Piano Man. Of course they are. And also, it reminded me of that episode of Bones where, like, the guy was, like, famous in the Philippines or something. And at the beginning of it, uh, the guy that gets murdered sang the guy who sings Piano Man's song, so he has to sing Piano Man instead. <laughs> it Bones. always comes back to Bones. Um, it always comes back to Sam Bones. Sam has a harmonica for some reason. Right. <laughs> and then my next note is, God, I would hate to eat here. Yeah, I've never been to Ellen Stardust. It just seems like I don't a nightmare scenario. Right. Yeah, this... Uh, and then to play Piano Man of all fucking songs. Yeah. Like, and like, this was where I was like, why don't I like Billy Joel? And I don't know if I can give you a reason That's other okay. than like oversaturation of being like a suburban Jewish kid. Right, like people would expect you like Billy Joel and you keep, and you're just like, like no. Especially as a suburban Jewish New Yorker. Yeah. Like, they're like, they're expecting that to be like your national anthem. Right, like you, and you came out not. of the womb singing Piano Man. Right. And um, no, it's a no for me, dog. It's um, fine. I have I'm I don't hate it. He does and but, he does a great job at it. Yeah. Like Blaine clearly this is in his bag, which is great. Right, yeah. Um and I do love that at the very end of it, over like while applauding, Kurt screams over the crowd, There's no way you're not getting into Niata and all of our dreams will come true. I can't believe he learned that just from a performance of Piano Man. Right? All of our dreams will come true. Yeah, because what Carmen Thibodeau loves is performances of Piano Man, I'm sure. Right. Ugh. Anyway. Guess what? What? Already? Right back. Like, we're, we've been in New York for one scene, sing Piano Man, we're going right back to Ohio. We are ping-ponging back and forth today. We are ping-ponging back and forth, and I, like, you said this takes place over the course of a week, but it feels like... A day. It yeah. feels like no time has passed. Maybe two days if we're giving them a lot of credit. Right. Like maybe they flew in yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today is Piano Man. Yep. Slash back at McKinley where yep. Artie is talking to Becky again. Um, saying like, hey, you can do cheerleading in college. Right. Like, um, did you know? Yeah. Mm. And Becky is like, hey, this is none of your business. I don't want to go to college. I want your stupid pamphlets. I want you and your stupid pamphlets to butt out. Yep. Okay. Fair. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, Ryder approaches Jake in the locker room gym. Um, this this idea again. Yeah. Where he's just like, like, I can't believe you would mess up the best thing that's ever happened to you. And Jake's like, whatever. It's just... 
who I who am. I am. This is my Get life. Get used to it. This is the real Jake Puckerman, because if there's one thing we learn in Glee, it's being yourself is the right thing to do. So I guess I'm a womanizer. Yeah, gotta be true to myself, and I'm an asshole, right? Yes. So, and to prove so, his point, he starts singing uh, My Life by Billy Joel. Look, honestly, it should have been, and this sucks, but he should have been singing that uh, Let's Have a Toast for the Asshole song by Kanye. But this isn't the Kanye episode, thank God. I know, thank God. Oh God, now that's, uh, I can't, I'm imagining that. This is his life. Right, which, valid. And I get, like, I guess the messaging, like, kind of, like, because he seems like he's singing it in a way where he's, like, not embracing that he's a womanizer, but sort of resigning himself. Like, when he's saying, I "I don't care anymore, it's not like, Fuck you, I don't care anymore. It's just like, well, whatever. Everyone thinks this about me, so I guess this is me. Like Right, and even amidst the song as it cuts to the Glee Club, which auto-corrected for some reason to Glare Club in my notes, mm. is valid because they're all just looking at him like, why okay. is he doing this? And then there's What's also towel proving? dancers. Yes, the towel yes, the towel dancers. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's just like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I literally wrote good for Jake, I guess. Right? It's like, you know, you sang this song. I do like this song. He did a great job with it. Yeah. I think he did a great job with it. Um, also, there was a point where Marley was singing background vocals, but Tina next to her was not. Also, Marley's face while singing the background vocals is very, like... Like, you've never seen someone go, like, do-do-do with a more unhappy look on their face. Right. And then there's, like, tepid applause for the whole thing, which, yep, fine. Yep, like, okay, thanks. Thanks for this. We then cut to Sam at Oh, by the way, yeah. Brad is earning his paycheck this Oh, my episode. God, for real. Well, like, it, it's a Billy Joel episode. It's you a Billy have Joel a lot episode, of, of course. Piano. Yeah, so Brad is working. He is eating. This is his episode, truly. For real. Uh, we then cut to Sam at Hunter. He's... I thought this was actually really sweet where um, he was talking about his grades and he was like, um, well, I realized I'm good at impressions, so I started doing an impression of a good student and it kind of worked. And I'm like, honestly, you do what you got to do. I like that. But then Um, from that, it all went. Kind of spirals. It spirals. It's cringe. It's it's rough. Uh, It's rough because he's into feminist issues now. And he starts off by saying, like, it's unfair that they get paid less and don't get the same respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dives into a weird diversity thing because the dean, whoever he's talking to, is a black woman. Um, and then, of course, goes, do you know Mercedes Jones? And this like, might nope. be a long shot. This might be a long shot. And indeed, buddy. It was a no. It was a no. no. And everyone knew that. No. But it's supposed to be obviously like him bombing it because as we find out in the next scene where he's back at the yeah, magic immediately lock. from there yeah and he's like actually i don't want to go to college right. i don't really like school fair why because he wants to be a male model yes which yeah. yeah yeah i mean yeah that makes sense it's it's and, sam it's very sam good for him and you know what i thought of today while i was at the gym because um on one of the tvs a commercial with austin butler popped up hmm I wonder if Austin Butler didn't get Elvis or wasn't in the running for Elvis that Cordover Street might have gotten it. Ooh. Because 
because they kind of seem there's something very similar about them in look definitely yes but i also feel like cordova street has the charisma to play elvis i also didn't see elvis so no me neither so write in let me know if i'm off base but i did read that austin butler like got too into character one of those like couldn't yeah. stop talking in the elvis accent kind of thing i saw that too and i was like shut up yeah but yeah so his dream is to be um a male model who shows up on the side of a bus and his junk is as big as a car exactly and then he gets uh told that by a pedestrian walking by in spanish um, for some reason yeah why who knows Don't know. but fine and rachel goes okay uh, eat up. We're going to do a fashion shoot and we're going to show you to agencies. Why? Because this is New York. We're the city where dreams come true. That's what Kurt said earlier. So, yeah. It's true. All our dreams are going to come true. He prophesized it. <laughs> um, Artie then lures Becky into, or has lured Becky yes. into the auditorium uh, so that he can sing Billy Joel's Honesty at him, at her. This was, I'm going to call this a low point for me. Yeah. This song does not slap. I'm pretty nope. sure that he's done this already on the episode where he was like, I'm not going to date you, but I will I will lure you into the auditorium and sing a song to you. I don't know why. I believe you, but I don't know why the only thing I can think of happening on that any sort of related field is Will Schuster singing You're Just Too Young Girl at Rachel Berry. Um, <laughs> honest, yes. <laughs> Hold on. I got I got to find this out. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so what he did done last time was lured her into the uh, auditorium and sang a mashup of Moves Like Dagger and Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yes, as that a, was it. And that was their date. So yes. it wasn't as much like this where he's like, let me tell you how a good person you could be or whatever. But he has mm-hmm. he has pulled this stunt to Becky twice now where he brings her into the auditorium and sings at her for various reasons. And this one, this reason sucks. And it's because he thinks you're not being honest with me. I think you really want to go you to college. You want to go to college, don't you, Squidward? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I do appreciate that Becky was like, oh, finally, you're telling me the truth. You've been in love with me since kindergarten. That was very funny. Artie's like, Becky, I know you're probably scared, but like, you're going to have like new friends and new counselors and all your friends here will have your back as well. And, and I'm your cool. friend. And I'm your friend. And like this was that like where I realized this could have been its own episode about life after college yeah. as someone people like being already... afraid or, you know, some yeah. overly people who seem confident about life after college are actually afraid. People who are seeming afraid can still do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's and other truly, there's like, other paths outside of college exa- right. that aren't just and, army or college. Right. And like with that, I think there is something that we don't talk a whole lot about of like if you're someone that is like dependent on other people for a lot of things or if you're someone with Down syndrome, yeah. with mental um, uh, handicaps. Uh, I'm sorry if that's not the right word at this point, but um, if but like what does that what does life look like after high school right. for everybody that's not like you and me right um so i think there's some they really could have again when glee does things right they do things right and this could have been something they just did right and given the weight to but no it has to be enmeshed in a billy joel Joel yeah because when i think about billy joel i think about life after high school right yeah (sighs) anyway we got miley and millie or molly 
What the fuck, Ian? It's Marley and Marley. <laughs> uh, we got Millie and Marley yes. in the kitchen. I just said Marley's mom. We're just like, Marley's she does mom. love her mom. She's here to peel potatoes she with does. her. She is wearing uh. gloves. Marley is not wearing a hairnet, though. No. There's a lot of unsanitary things in this. Because also, Marley, Millie at one point, like, kisses her daughter's hands. I'm like, those are the gloves that she is using to peel these potatoes. That's right. You're not yeah. supposed to put your mouth on them. Um, uh huh. And it's, also another yeah another A plus extra in the back, giving us nothing and everything at the same fucking time. It's a great episode for extras. It's a great episode for our background Extra folks. Shows. Um, and like it's it's sweet. Like it's Marley being like, I'm just talking about boys to her mom. I'm just so sad. You know, I thought he was different, but then he was just the same. And then she, but I still miss him. Uh, but then she inexplicably is like, "Thank God I didn't fuck him, right?" And yes. To her mom. And he, and she's like, "I know, right?" And she's like, "You know, your first time." And like suddenly it becomes like a, a special moment sex talk, which right. like right he, again, again could be its own not, episode. Not what we were talking about this episode to be like your right. first time is special, so make sure you hold on to it for a special person. It's like okay. I didn't know we had Not to have a, a special talk about this right now while we were peeling potatoes. Right, but hey, if not now, over the potatoes, then when? Another episode that was dealing with this, but okay. <laughs> Touche. Um, yeah, Rachel re- uh, introduces Sam to the photographer for Funny Girl. This was also pretty realistic. I fully believe that yeah. Rachel, the lead of a Broadway show, can like call up the photographer, who she probably has a decent relationship with, and goes, hey... Do you um, want to come shoot a portfolio from my friend who's inexplicably dressed up like a nerd for some reason? Right, yeah, this this photo shoot was wild. Yeah. Like, it starts off with the nerd thing, and then it goes to the business, business thing, man. and then it goes to the cowboy, cowboy thing. And then it's naked. Which, well, Yeah, shirtless. then it's underwear shit. And, you know... We start to get a glimpse of some of something something as Rachel is oiling up Cordover yeah. Street, and yeah, uh, good for Cordover Street for looking like that. Yep, that is that's honestly the moral of this episode. Good for Cordover really Street good for, for, looking, for like looking like that. Like that. I, I say as someone who just had a fully sugared coffee drink and pastry. Mm, you're you're doing it right though. I mean, hey, I, I did that at, right after the gym, so I yeah, earned it. it balances out. Thank you, thank you, Cordover Street. Let's let's talk. Yeah, Cordover Street, give us a call. <laughs> give us a call, just in general. That's that on that scene. Yep. Um, Artie Abrams, wheel your butt to my office now. Yes, uh, there's an ear douche involved. There's an ear douche. She pulls out yeah, a sledge- with- She pulls out like a mallet, a hammer, and lays. And then nothing about that. Nothing else. I guess yeah. maybe the joke is supposed to be that we think she's going to hit him with a hammer, and then she just puts it down to then pull out the second thing she needs, which is a bulb sucker um but then the question of course is why the ear douche because he didn't I mean, no why the sledgehammer right. why the sledgehammer yes i, I know why the ear douche yes. like because he clearly didn't, didn't hear what yes. she said in response Artie goes i think uh becky is ready but i you're think you're not, not ready, ready. yeah so I'm taking her to the University of Cincinnati. I got permission from her parents, who probably should have been with them at this college yep. visit. Um, and uh, it's got a great program for her. And Sue's like, okay, see if there's Wi-Fi. Right, Sue's like, fine, if you're going to take her, then you better, like, you better make sure that it's, like, the best 
damn place for her and like ask the tough questions yeah. like it's it's sue having her moment of like you're you're right Artie. you called me out that i'm the one who's being scared and i if i'm if becky's gonna go do this then she deserves the best kind of deal right which again like one could have been part of its own episode about yes, this i liked that moment i just wish it felt wasted yeah and it like the whole Artie plot kind of has icky feelings from the beginning this one part works yeah, because if it were more of a Sue versus Artie kind of plot yeah. line, where they really kind of butt heads, and then eventually Sue comes around. Also, if, like, Sue had talked to Becky at any point about this. Oh, yeah. Sue being like, Becky, you, like, doesn't that suck that Artie is, like, pushing you about this college thing? And Becky's like... Yeah, but he's made some good points, and maybe I do want to. So it's not just Artie convincing Sue that Becky right. wants this. It's Becky convincing Sue exactly. that Becky wants this. That would have been great. And unfortunately, we've talked about this a gajillion times in the past. Because this feels like we're seeing the same thing for the 12th time of yeah. Sue like coming around and being genuine, and we, yeah. lo- we love seeing a genuine Jane Lynch moment. But it was kind of boring because, one, again, it wasn't given enough weight. And, two, like, yeah. there's, like, what growth has happened that hasn't immediately been canceled out by... Exactly, yes. Literally, insert situation here. Yep. So it, yeah. So it's like, love seeing Jane Lynch just being genuine, but, like, shit. Yeah. It, it It's the same thing. Rise and fall for Sue. And... Yeah. And it's centering Artie in this story that's really not actually his. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Right? Oh, now I'm even more mad. Um, yeah. Ryder immediately asks Marley out. Oh, my God. Bad. The, he's Red like, flag. Now, he, and he's especially like, I'm so cool. I'm but, nice. I'm funny. Now that I can read, I get good grades, which did make me laugh. Yes. But also, like, don't we have a couple instances of him being, like, a little bit of a dangerous boy? Yeah, I mean, he had the whole, like, I'm, like, I'm going to kill quickly club because, <laughs> because I, unique I'm, is I'm comfortable in... with unique. But also, like, didn't him and Jake have a whole truce where we're like, we're going to be bros and not let a woman yes, come between us? exactly. And now he's like, I'm going to be Mr. Steal Your Girl, even though you cheated on your girl. It's just him being a little too much too soon mm-hmm. and she's like no i need to take time for myself and i wrote hey why are there so many mirrors and why then, were there so many mirrors and then i'm like oh because he's gonna sing and he needs to look dramatically into the mirrors to start the song yeah fine okay i don't even remember what he sang. i i think it might have been called oh, innocent, innocent man. man okay yeah it's one i don't believe i heard of <laughs> no um but he's persistent. and everyone like he sings in the hallway, and then he, like, comes in singing to the Glee Club. And Marley's, like, looks a little starstruck and, like, oh, my God. And everyone else is, like, like what the fuck? What is happening? Why is it happening? Yeah. Jake is pissed, which, like, fair. Tina but, and Kitty immediately are, like, excuse me? No. Yeah, they're, like, no, none of this. Right. We didn't need this. <sighs> I mean. And they're right. They're right. I mean, like, he does a fine job with a song that is just fine. But and I, the, you know what the worst part is? What? It works. I was just, thank you. I was just about to say somehow it was good enough for Marley. Literally. To change her mind in ago, four minutes. What, two minutes at most. 
She was like, no, Ryder, I don't want to go on a date with you. I'm taking time for myself. But you he sang this obscure one Billy, Joel Billy Joel song. song. And she's like, and then he bet. ends it like a proposal, like, Marley, will you go on a date with me? And she's like, yes. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, don't do that. That's a girl, bad precedent. Take time for yourself. You were just talking to your mom that's about not how even pained you the best were. best Billy Joel song to do it to. Like, come on. Truly. That's the one that's going to get you? Mm. Look, okay, so here's a dirty little secret. I actually yeah. use a Billy Joel song for some auditions. I mean, that makes sense. Look at you. Right? I know. Like, that's the problem. Okay, again, talk, centering myself in this conversation. As you should. Um, I've gotten, like, a bunch of, like, complimentary comparisons to Billy Joel in my mm-hmm. music, in my writing, yeah. in, like, my vocal style and all that. And I fully take that as a compliment. Billy Joel clearly does it yeah. right. Yeah, he's a very famous artist. Yes. My feelings aside for him, like, of course, there's a reason for that. Um, But... This song, as opposed to Always a Woman, mm-hmm. yeah, or, like, Billy Joel has some, like, good romantic songs, I'm sure. Like, of course, all I'm thinking of is, only of, is uh, Always a Woman because that's what I used for that's auditions, amazing. and mainly it was because I thought it was by John Denver. John Denver, who, by the way, looks like my Aunt Linda. Oh, he does. I don't have an Aunt Linda. He does look like that. I-, I like John Denver. He does look like my mom. Is in John Denver and the Muppets at Christmas. So. Love it. I, I, I do like John Denver. John Denver's great. I just found some... I'm like, I know we don't try to bring, like, real-life incidents into our Glee coverage all the time, but, like, hearing Blake Jenner sing a song called An Innocent Man... Oh, no. At, ...to Melissa Benoist after oh, everything, no. I was like, mm, I don't like this. Oh, God, my heart just dropped Yucky. into my butt. Yucky. Don't like. Oh, um, yikes. So... Could you imagine if, like, all that was going down and, like, Melissa Benoist is just thinking about that one time? God, I hope it was not during this. I hope not. I don't know for sure, obviously. Jesus H. Why didn't he sing We Didn't Start the Fire? Why didn't anyone sing that song in this episode? There was no way. Even Glee can't shoehorn that in. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, The Oh, they didn't even sing Vienna in this episode. They didn't sing The Longest Time. That was also really disappointing, because that's the only other Billy Joel song I actually really like. They didn't sing Zanzibar, which right. they wouldn't have. That song wasn't popular until it went viral on TikTok. Well, I'm that's sure it was funny. popular other time, but that's how I know it. Um, also, they could you imagine if they did scenes from an Italian restaurant? Yes, they should have. They should have. Um, Tell her about it? I like that song, too. That would have been fun. Why should I worry from Oliver and company? <laughs> wow, there's... Man, what other episode was it that we, that they were like, they picked a good artist, but all the wrong songs? Was it one of the Britney ones, or was it the Madonna it, one? might have been a Britney one. I don't remember. Right. This show is a blur. Exactly. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, there's a song called Lullaby, Goodnight, My Angel. Like, I'm sure that would have been better than Innocent Man. Yeah, it's just a choice, and I didn't care for it. Right. We spent too much time on it already. Anyway. Yes. Kitty said, not Kitty, um... Marley says he has to go on a date, and Jake storms out. Yeah. Right. Um, Blaine and Kurt are at the loft. Oh, my God. Okay. Here's a scene of Blaine, like, who's being like, I don't I don't even know if I actually want to go to Niada. And then he says, because it's just a performing arts school, and, you know, what if I want to study other things? Right. Which is such a reasonable take. 
Like, yeah. yeah, you can go into a school being like, I'm going to do musical theater and then be like, ooh, actually, I have other thoughts and interests. And if you're at a pro- if you're at the fame school or whatever, you're not going to be able to right. You can't do double that. you can't double major in biochemistry at Niata. Right. Um. So it's honestly quite reasonable. So Blaine, Blaine. being like, I want options, and Kurt being like, No, you don't. No, you you're don't. just scared. You're just scared. And then Blaine's like, You're right. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for that setting was it. me straight. I wish there had absolutely been, like, a plot where Blaine's like, you know, I do really like performing and stuff, but I want to, like, I want to be shoehorned into that. I still want to go to, I still want to go to school in New York. I want to be here, but, mm-hmm. like, maybe Niata isn't what I want. Right. It, it would have been really rad for him to be like, yeah, I think I want to go to NYU and do, like, a BA in theater and then, like, maybe also education or whatever. Right. But, like, I want to be able to take a couple electives of other things to make sure that this is what I want. Yeah. Right. I wish that had been, like, an actual plot. Because out of everyone, Blaine does seem like he would be willing to be very well-rounded. Like, we've seen him in a lot of clubs. Like, he does right. a lot of things. Which is funny because he's the most talented one in the group. Right. So, But I could see him being, in, like, a, wise enough to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I want to pursue this. But also, you know. I'm yeah. a complex, well-rounded person. Exactly. But instead, it's just a one-scene freakout where he's like, you're totally right. You know me so well. Yeah. I do want to just audition for Niata. Right. And then, like, when he was like, yeah, my secret shame is that I love medicine. And to be, that's that's the only time Kurt was like, shut up. Yeah. Which, like. <laughs> it's not. No. But, yeah, the city is huge. Everywhere you look, there's beautiful people. It can be scary. But, um. And here's the thing, like, this is a this is a fair plot point yeah. to address is, what if I don't get in? And right. then the response is just as fair when Kurt says, you know, you're a performer, you have a gift, you can't shy away from the spotlight, you find a way. Right. I mean, Kurt's advice about what to do when you don't get in is you move to the city and get an internship with Vogue, which is not very helpful advice. No. But, like... But it worked out for him. It worked. So, yeah, Kurt's... Kind of not one to talk. Right. Yeah. Um, he can't stop you from failing, but he can make it safe if you do, which is very nice. That is nice. Very yes. nice. Um, we should all be so lucky. We then cut to the University of Cincinnati, which uh, has a great musical theater program. Huh. How about that? Uh, my one of the best in the country. That this shot is very yay college. It is very yay college. It is very yay college over here. Oh, like, yes. People are throwing frisbees and sitting outside yep. in the sun. Uh-huh. Very yay, yay college. Yay college. Oh, man. Um, and, like, it, the whole this whole thing was great. It's Becky mm-hmm. touring the school. It's Becky um, seeing a class of other people with Down syndrome. Um, yeah learning how to like learning like real life skills which like (laughs) yeah i didn't get any of those real life skills classes um and it's nice to see becky in a situation with other people that are like her um in like like yes it's about all these people with down syndrome but it's not about like hey here's all the people with down syndrome right you can do it too yeah Um, and it felt a little bit more like hey here's how we prepare people for the real world right yeah that it's okay to like need some support we can survive yeah. the support but you can still like come to college have this experience etc which is great and again should have been its own episode yep 
and there's like a, a guy like flirting with her and Becky being Becky like yep. in a great way. Um, it is kind of nice to see like Becky still being sort of the uh, ice queen that she is, even yes. in a situation where she's being flirted with. Like it could have easily been like, oh well, I've never fit in because I'm different, and here mm-hmm. I just feel. But I I love that she was still like, get in line, loser. Right. Yes, she is. She's always she's gonna be Becky. Like love that, love that, and then Tyra Banks is here. Tyra, I know that was my note. I was like, okay, like truly. From what I know of of America's Next Top Model, just playing herself as that character as she hosts America's Next thing. Top Model. Tyra Banks loves a bit. I have been listening to um, a lot of Top Model podcasts. Um, yeah. Shout out to Podleadum. That's Top Model podcast spelled backwards. Yeah, JW. Co-hosted by friend of the show, JW Crump. Um, and so I now know a lot of Tyra Banks shenanigans. And that woman loves a bit. Amazing. Um, she's not great at them all the time. Um, but yeah, she's basically playing, she's playing her, that seems like it's very much Tyra's bitchy uh, model recruiter character. Yes. That, like, it's not like they told her to act like this. She came in and was being like, this is what I can do. I can play this over-the-top, like, um, model like character for you and right. they were like okay go for it like, tyra fine yes um i do love that she was like your midwestern eyes have a vacant stare of a cow yeah plus line and then of course we love a call back to your your lips they're trouty yes, yes. trouty um, mouth i also like sam's inability to like he's got a lot of like word vomit for basically lack of better term where he's yeah. just like um sitting there and she's looking at Spofolio and he's like you know I thought your name was pronounced Bichet but now that I'm looking at it it does oh, look like it says Bichette, Bichette. like a little yeah. mini bitch and like he it's like the same as his college interview it's like he can't stop himself yeah. from talking and it just it things worked. come out of his mouth in a very Sam way it worked for me like again like truly the Sam that we haven't gotten a whole lot of and i'm glad that it's here yes uh um but then she's like okay well you need more pictures and i'm not gonna pay for them but you can do that and then we'll like sign you and then he's like great i love that and she's like but now it's a surprise thing about weight where you have to lose 10 pounds yeah you have to lose 10 pounds because you're in new york and you're one of ten thousand beautiful guys here Well, then he's like but i don't think that seems healthy like it suddenly becomes very like psa after school special for a second right and he's and tyra banks is like well the camera likes starvation and i'm like oh no are we getting that plot line now well at this point in the episode sort for at right now we are yeah gone soon i was gonna say for the five minutes yeah Mm -hmm. because we cut right to the to the loft yes and rachel's like come on you don't need to lose 10 pounds i think it was like kurt that was like yeah you don't need to be prison camp skinny which yikes Yikes. um so what what are we gonna do we're gonna literally is like let's solve this with a song because there's been a piano inexplicably brought in as a gift from blaine and santana's like we can't have this. If you guys have a piano in here, it's just going to be hell for me. <laughs> right. And Which, then Blaine's like, let's solve this with a song. And she's like, this is what I'm talking about. Exactly. We're all Santana yet again. Yeah. So we're going to solve this problem with a song by singing 
Just the way you are. By William um, Joel. Yes, by William Joel. Um, just I actually like, like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> this is this is a Billy Joel song I kind of like, and mostly it's because. Yeah. Okay, so again, centering myself in this conversation here. When I was filming Begin Again, um, mm-hmm. there was a night where, like, between takes, there's a long time. As we all know, it's a business of hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. And so the night that we were shooting the rooftop scene where we record, like, the one song, in between takes, while the crew was, like, resetting and checking all the things they needed to do, the band in this film was just chilling jamming out with our director so our yeah. director like serenaded me with uh billy joel's just the way you are so that was so cool yeah um, so you've got you've got heart with this song I've, yeah like it holds a special place in my heart um but they actually did a great job with this they had some great harmonies in it yep. that i respected i like it was cute when santana did come back yes, in with the hairbrush with mic because like no one can resist to sing along to just the, to Billy Joel, which is honestly probably true. Right. It's yeah. definitely everyone in your apartment is singing just the way you are. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna I get. Yes, yeah. What am I gonna yeah. do not? Right. And it was good. It was enjoyable. It was good, and then and then it, it works, I guess. Also, I guess Sam so. Is like, I won't do that. Right. I will not lose more weight. Um, I won't change the way I am. Good, just the way I am. <laughs> I guess I am good, just the way I are. Um, I just how I which ours. I think is a T Pain song. Oh, by Timbaland. My bad. Okay, you were close. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's a little another little moment between Sam and Rachel and yeah. Blaine and Kurt and Santana clock that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Because then we get Becky and Sue. Sue asks how the trip went. Uh, Becky says, "I don't want to hurt your feelings," and Sue's like, "That's fine. I don't have any." And yep. Becky's like, I'm ready to go to college. I, you're not sad, are you, coach? And Sue, of course, has come around as like, you're the best. I'm sad to lose the best Becretary ever, but more than anything, yeah. I'm proud of you. Right, Sue supported blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. Right, like, it's it's standard, and, like, we would love to see it if it wasn't something we've seen a thousand times already. And, yeah, so then Marley is in the hallway with Ryder, uh, who has posted on a very old-school Instagram. Yeah, he comes up to her and is like, check your insta check and i'm like insta. no <laughs> no no no. we don't do that uh, and um Jake's he like, probably oh. had to tell her because this was probably before you could tag people in oh yeah Instagram photos. oh yeah it was like 2013 you didn't have that yet so he had to be like please look so you can see that i had posted a photo of you right um and Marley's like, um, well, we went out once. It doesn't mean yeah. we're a couple. I gotta take some time, please. Which she did say, but then why did you agree? Like, right. You knew where he stood on this, right? Um, but also, like everyone, everyone in this plot sucks. Everyone I don't in this like plot this plot sucks, especially because like Jake comes up from behind and is like, "So you guys are really a thing now, aren't you?" And um, Marley's like, "Hold on there," and Jake's like, "Whatever, it's cool. I'm gonna go." do my thing and then immediately chases after some girls yeah okay yeah and yeah it's i didn't like it and then like like, that's the end of it basically so that's the end of it also it's like we were here last year the whole jake and Ryder fighting over marley thing played out boring lame yeah um it could have been a better plot point if they had waited some time 
and then Ryder does finally win Marley over, and then it becomes a matter of like, oh, well, I have to explain to my best friend that I'm with his girlfriend, or his ex-girlfriend, and I have to explain to my ex-boyfriend that I'm with his best friend. Like, that could have been something with legs. Yeah, but they're, they're not capable of doing that. Right. So, anyway, Sue adds a booth for the arts. Um, the arts! The arts. There's just books on there that just say the arts over and over again. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing. But. And, and, and one portrait of Phyllis Dillard. Yeah. Because I guess she was born in Lima. Great. And, Good for her. Uh, then Tina literally shouts, Blam is back! It's her one line all episode. Yeah. Congrats to Tina. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, now here's the wrap-up of everything else that happened, by the way. Yes. Do we see Blaine audition for Niata? No, nope. which would have been great. I would All have loved to have seen that. All we hear is that he did it off screen and it went well. Yeah. Okay. And Blaine was like, that was my news to tell Sam. Yeah. Which, fair. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, and you know what's also cool? I'm not going to college. Because you know who also didn't go to college? Billy Joel. And uh, Willow's like, oh, okay. And... I lo- Clearly I lo- not the message he wanted to send this week, but too late now. I also do love that Sue was like, well, that's just the screw you attitude employers love. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and she's like, you're crazy. And Will's like, you may be and right. Then, we may we be all, crazy. And all of our us go, oh, oh no. no. And, and then they sing. And then thankfully Sue was like, oh, no, no. You will not shoehorn one more Billy Joel song in to prove your point and your lesson for the week. But they do. But they do. Um, and then it's a full flash mob style uh, company number of You May yeah. Be Right. Um, I think uh, this song, uh, the word kids bop comes to mind. Mm, you're right. Thank you. Yeah. You're correct. It's Thank unfortunate you. that you're correct, but you are. <laughs> I'm honored. No one wants it to be the case, but yeah, this has big hijab energy. It's and I don't it's, like it. It's yeah, it's it's a song. It is a song. I like this song. Um I had it mixed up with um It's My Life. I kinda thought it was the same song for a minute while while Jake was singing. Um it's not. They're two different oh, songs. Oh, sure. They are. Uh, and you know what? It's My Life by Bon Jovi could have been a better choice. Yeah, but it's not by Billy Joel. Uh, my biggest note here is, hey, Unique was in this episode. My biggest note was, shouldn't they be preparing for a competition? Honestly. <laughs> because Shouldn't if they? Because if they're talking about college, then Nationals has to be around the corner. It's gotta be soon, right? Like, right? Um... But no, we're going to sing this Billy Joel song. Unique is in this episode, even though you didn't see her any other time. She, Unique had one line where it was about not like not knowing who Billy Joel is, and I don't yeah. believe that. No. Anyway, that's the episode. And that's it. That's like, it. So much and also nothing at all happened. Truly, girl, give us nothing. Yeah. Well, I guess let's talk about music. Uh, yes, let us. Ian, Karina, you have to profess your love for Billy Joel by purchasing one of these songs to own forever. I guess at least you're not purchasing a Billy Joel song. You're purchasing a Billy, Billy Joel, a Billy Joel cover, cover, which might be worse. Um, but anyway, you may be right. That's not my answer. I'm just that's that's just an apropos that's just response. True. Um, here's your choices. Moving out. Piano Man. 
my life, honestly, an innocent man, just the way you are. Or you may be right. Wow, seven songs. Solid amount, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with just the way you are. Like, yeah. Again, special place in my heart. They did a good job with it. Loved some harmonies. I I would tolerate that one. That's fair. What about you? I think I might do my life. Because okay, no. I did like the performance. I would. Yeah. I like it. And I think it might be one that would be better out of context. Yeah. Like if it just I came up, that. you're like, oh, this is a pretty solid Glee cover of a yeah. Billy Joel song. Yeah. Um, honestly, I liked quite a few of the songs in this episode because I do not have a vendetta against Billy Joel. That's um, fair. That's fair. I did not. The lows were obviously Innocent Man and Honestly, but everything else I thought was pretty good. Yeah. I'll give you that. Ugh, but that's it. Ian, you survived the Billy Joel episode. I did. I feel like we really, like, I feel like we really, like, uh, cleared a hurdle here. Right, like this was looming over you, and now. Right. Um, that's it. We did it. That's Billy it. Joel. Where can people find you, Karina? You can find me on, I guess, both Blue Sky and TikTok, which is too confusing, uh, social media platforms to be on but you can yeah. find me on both of those under the same handle which is epic adventure of ian where can people find you i'm at ibroski on all the instagram all the instagram all the instagram all of the instagram all of every instagram i guess that includes threads at this point though um but um all the social media websites uh at ibroski um yeah um the show is at glee aggressive uh hashtag glee aggressive if you want um like and comment and rate and subscribe um yeah i yeah, uh, tell your friends tell your enemies um tell everyone tell everyone um because we've had some great uptick um in the listenership and we love that um gleeaggressive at gmail.com with your long form yeah. thoughts and feelings uh what should they write in about this week uh email us uh rewritten lyrics to we didn't start the fire but to be about glee it's a hard one love honestly love that please we didn't start the glier. We didn't start the glier. Um, and on that note, um, shout out to um, our listener. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this uh, Nilu. Um, I don't know if it's Nilu or Nilu. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry because you wrote us the sweetest yes. essay. Um, and I know that you uh, follow us on the Instagrams and uh, have shouted us out a couple times. So we wanted to shout you out and your yeah. amazing, lovely um, write-in where we really got to know you better. Um, so Love thank that. you. Thank you, thank you. Yes. Yeah. And I'm right. so sorry if I butchered your name. I feel terrible. <laughs> You're doing your best, Ian. All right. Thank well, thank you all for joining us for this episode. You can join us next week when we discuss Season 5, Episode 7, which is called Puppet Master. Um, oh. Uh, if you know, you know. I think people, I know. The people who know are just quaking in their boots right now. Oh, I think I know. All right. Well, then you must know it's going to be quite the time. Um, so, Ian, does this Karina. Billy Joel-filled episode of Lee make you want to watch the next one? Nope. Uh, yeah, we're kind of in that zone right now. I yeah. Glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive. Glee, glee, aggressive.